Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hi! Hello. Oh, hi. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you're using like a voice (laughs) distorter. Yeah, but no, 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 no. First, let's clarify to everybody. She still has this voice. But it's a different virus, to be clear. <laughs> it's not the same cold. Okay. I just want everyone to, to be aware of this. Um, I don't want it's them my to cold. think that you can't heal, but you right? just can't recover. Yeah. I just, I love this voice <laughs> so much. It's so sexy. Um, she's been licking Phoenix, um, <laughs> trying to maintain this voice. I love Phoebe. Um, so, okay. So this is, this is what's happening. Um, it may not be happening by the time you listen to this, so <laughs> let's let's brace ourselves now. Okay, so today is Thursday. Yes. Spoiler alert. Um, uh, anyways, because <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, are we are we ahead of them? I'm like, no, we're, we're just all everyone's on Thursday, so we're going to be talking about three episodes that happened this week. Uh, I do not know when they have aired exactly, but there was three episodes as of Thursday, and then we're going to record Friday separately. So if timing works out really well, you'll probably have all of it together on Saturday morning. Otherwise, you may have part of it, then another part later, um, or you're listening now and you're fast forwarding this part so you can start hearing things. Okay. Um, So let's talk about Nina. Okay. Let's talk about Nina. Okay. Nina. Okay, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, so I was appalled. Okay, at her attitude. Okay, this, <laughs> this freaking woman. This freaking woman is all like, "Oh my god, Sunny, dancing that scar in your eye." And then she like, she's like, "Don't pick me over, Michael." And then she goes to see Michael and Willow, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm suing for custody." Okay, <laughs> I start fights, and then I finish things, and I'm like what like she was so aggressive and it's the kind of aggressive that she you know she's open she's openly done with like Carly and she also reserves especially for Willow but I found what was so funny was Michael's face because he's like I'm standing right here because Nina kept focusing on Willow only as if Willow was the only like just like how she thought Carly was the person who controlled the world still does but she was like Willow controls all of the situation she controls Michael and I'm gonna talk to her about changing Michael's mind in front of him and Michael was just like his face was like what it was beautiful because it felt like the audience's face because the whole time I'm like is she like She's like deadlock in like super, you know, crazy eye contact and exactly that. Like, and there's some dome of silence that nobody can hear or see what is happening. And Michael's like, okay, people. I love, I love the way you describe that. When you said she's deadlocked, only staring at Willow. And I feel like that's a good metaphor for just how she sees things. She's like, if I stare really hard at this, okay. If I, if I focus here at Charlie's on like Phyllis and Sunny, I'm, kind of a good person um, <laughs> if, if I look really hard and I don't look to my left or look to my right I'm pretty good <laughs> so, I, and another thing that I found fascinating I don't know if you caught this okay okay are you ready mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so <clears throat> when she was talking to Willow she said to her so you're just gonna take his side and I immediate flash to Esme when she was talking to Spencer and turns to Laura. Oh, you're gonna, you're on his side, aren't you? <gasps> uh huh. Uh huh. 
that's it. That's where I'm at. Okay, I was <laughs> like, going off, what do you think this means? <laughs> um, I think it's, okay, <laughs> here, let's bullet point this. I think it's similar, okay? <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> I think it's extreme to kind of say something like this. Like, of course, Laura would take her, her grandson's side over the psycho he brought home, right? Um, or as mm-hmm. I loved how Cam put it, he's like, it's not my fault you put, you, you spawned. Uh-huh. Yeah, those were the <laughs> words that he used. He used the word spawn, devil, in a really clever way. But yeah, just that that extreme thought like, oh, you're siding with him as if they have a relationship. Okay, but what you just brought to light for me is the fact that we're comparing somebody who's supposed to be like 18 years old or 19 years old to somebody who's supposed to be in their 40s. And we always talk about how, you know, Nina's kind of stunted with her growth and stuck in this like teenage world of relationships. Yeah, like it's they're the same. Mm-hmm. But there's an age difference. So there's differences and there's similarities. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but that is what I notice. Um, and then, like, Carly comes in and yes. it gets super gross, right? Um, the, like, bringing up Nell. Like, whatever she brings up Nell, I'm like, yeah, you're still doing that? Like, you actually want <laughs> to keep talking about the fact that Nell is your daughter. Okay. And so she's like, and I didn't get, like, the way you excluded me from her life. It's like, how um, did Carly exclude you from her life? Like, I'm right? just like, all of that was an accident. But all, again, once again, that we're saying this. All of everything that's happened to Nell was set in motion by Nell. Exactly. Like falling off a cliff happened because of Nell. Being chased by Carly or people searching for her happened because of the things that she did. Mm-hmm. So I'm sick of hearing that. And also her little thing about like she knows how to finish fights and she has all this attitude. <laughs> and also what what is like irks me a lot is like I wish Sunny would see this side of her, right? Like it's one thing to to be alone with her and how she's all like, oh, and she talks a bit nicely about them and I don't want this and I don't want mm-hmm. that. But he fails to see like, you know, how she faced them and lied to him when he wasn't there and how she treats them like utter dirt when she's around them, regardless of what she's done. And so um, she does her whole thing to Carly. Carly keeps it together, you know, holds herself back. And I loved how Michael called her back, right? Because she was all annoyed, like, that Michael even called her name. But at the same time, it's like she was the one who approached them from the very beginning. Exactly. And so my favorite, my favorite was all of her, like, attitude and feeling confident, like she had a point at all. And then turning around and be like, yes, and then Michael's like, whatever judge we get, they're going to get to know the real Nina Reeves. And in that moment, like her face, like it was sinking. It was like, oh, right. I just looked to the left and I just looked to the right. And I realized <laughs> this isn't going to go over really well. So it's insane how much she can compartmentalize all of this. Like she thinks it's all about the love for Wiley. And then she forgets the bigger picture, like of how this looks. Oh my God. Absolutely. I cannot wait for all of this to unfold. And Okay, like, during that visit, they also had the lurker pop into their conversation. Yeah, like, he, like, I, once again, while Neil is, like, deceased, I just, I just feel for him. Like, his brother is really <laughs> gross. Right? Oh, my really God. Gross. Disgusting. Yeah. I love when he's like, oh, my God, can you tell me who that is to the bartender? Can you get a picture with, like, them in the background? I'm like, what is happening right now? And the bartender knows a lot about everybody. <laughs> I know. She she also read the book on poor Charles. Exactly, exactly. Brendan, somebody should just give Brendan the book and just be like, leave everybody alone. But um, that's the thing, though. It's funny because I feel like 
Harmony is a huge card in their back pocket. Just the idea that they get to kind of say, hey, we have a grandparent. You know, we actually have experience with someone that we didn't trust with our son. Yes. And we didn't exactly turn our backs on them. Um, together, we sort of worked toward a situation that felt okay for Wiley. So I feel like they have a huge, huge grounds when it comes to Harmony. But again, who knows when all these secrets are going to come out. But Harmony, I mean, look, <laughs> I find it super funny. Like, I don't know why, but like, I'm like rooting for her and I always forget what she's done. Like, when, right? like again, whenever it comes to like this Brendan guy, I'm like all for Harmony. Oh, oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, she told him he's gonna get what he deserves. Right? He thinks it's gonna be money. And I'm like, I you're know. an idiot. You're an idiot. Do you know who Brendan is? Okay. No. This is this is Brendan, okay? okay? This is the kind of guy that blackmails his brother's killer without knowing it. He's the kind of guy that accidentally does things right, like gets it right. Like that's yeah. the kind of guy he is. Like it's just it's just hilarious. But I thought it was so funny because she was super threatening and he's like, I'm certain I'm gonna come out of this on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see how that's gonna go down because I'm like things are gonna get a little murdery up in here yeah so like I think that's the thing like I think he might get murdered and uh -huh. I think maybe the reporter will probably um find like will be the one to break the story uh yes yes and that's kind of what we originally thought so like yeah I'm okay with that getting back on track like he yeah needs to go that dude is too much and I can't have a Brendan and a Brando it confuses my brain I need just Brandon to go. <laughs> so speaking of Brando, him mm -hmm. and Sasha were out on the town deciding that they should live together after getting married. Okay, question for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, when, I think I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When he says to her, what are you dreaming about? What did you think? Oh, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, I thought about you because He's like, you know, they're they're talking about stuff, and and he's like, what are you dreaming about? And all I could hear in my head is drugs, 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 <laughs> which are good, which, which are bad. Are bad. <laughs> um, so, no, no, that's not what I thought you were gonna ask me about. I was focused on the part where he forgot to invite Sunny, and she snaps at him and goes, "We discussed yes. this." And then part of me is laughing because it's like, of course I know that, like storyline wise, there's drugs and there's grief, yes. but my instincts were like, yes she's an experienced married person like that's it right there <laughs> i say that's all of it that's all of it oh my gosh so johnny's writing a card for someone's wedding this past weekend and he wants mm -hmm. me to read the card and i keep making laughing sounds at it he's like what like rolling my eyes he's like like it's just it's just marriage right so he writes in the car like um he writes in the card uh marriage is filled with ups and down so he forgot the s one and then he's <laughs> like but at the end of the day you still have each he forgot to write other. <laughs> so then I wrote to him. I'm like, one, this is accurate. At the end of the day, I do have each. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> so that, like, that really resonated with me when I saw her snap at him. And I'm like, I don't think that's the drugs. I think that's just being married. But anyways, so, th <laughs> so they're having their whole thing. And then Phyllis comes over super friendly, being like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this was your relative. Hey, I heard you lost your baby. And I really wanted to bring this up right after I I congratulated you and offered yes. you free drinks. And I was like, thanks, Phyllis. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> Sunny gets her to accept the bar to take it. Yes. I thought he was going to say for $1. Me too. But he said 100 I was like, whoa, like, 
taking advantage now and I'm just so (laughs) (laughs) but it's like just take it Phyllis just take it and then it's just like when Nina came in I was like yeah you're here and I'm like the thing is like Phyllis is the like redeeming aspect of their relationship right yes like without Phyllis this all just is just Nina and Sunny are together. You know what I mean? It's like their fantasy land. Well, it's, I mean, it's like if you again, because like, <laughs> when, <laughs> like, when he said, he said something like, do you miss the Tano? But in my head, it went down like this. Do you miss Narnia? And then she yeah. said, no, it's not real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, this is what I think. I think if it ever is to be really real between Sunny and Nina, like, of course, it's awkward and stumbly now, but it's not real, right? Because Sunny is still lying to himself. Um, about the impact of her actions, right? In his mind, Nina made a mistake, not a big deal, but for some reason, he's not actually registering the damage. I mean, in a way, like I just, I just find he's doing really good at compartmentalizing. It's just like, oh, I made mistakes and my family's not here, but I feel like there's such a missing piece in all this. And mm-hmm. same with Nina, right? She's not fully in a place where she can be accountable. She wants to fast forward to get to the good part. And so if mm-hmm. anything is ever to be real, there has to be some real vulnerability. There has to be some real vulnerability where Sonny maybe gets a little bit more angry, right? Where he, mm-hmm. he feels like maybe he couldn't let that out a bit because I think that's going to have to come out, right? Some resentment toward Nina has to surface at some point. And I think that if Nina wants something real with Sonny, like um, I think she's going to have to be a little bit more honest with herself and more vulnerable, like for it to be real. Because right now, I don't feel it can be real. And I don't feel that it's real without any of that. I agree. The way I see it kind of going is they're still going to go down this, like, magical pretend path. But, like, what you said, at one point or another, he is going to stumble upon her being true Nina to his family without her realizing it. And when he captures that and that interaction alone, I think is when all of the switches will start to flip for him. It's, it's going to be rough because I feel like a mm. lot is ramping up in terms of even mobbing. Yes, it's getting crazy. Like he's getting closer to Sunny, if you will. Like, you know, they're there together and she was all like, I'm going to go lock up and play pretend like we used to. Yeah. And then um, and then the stuff happened. And the Brando moves. Remember, yeah. we were talking about how potentially he could get kind of dragged into that life, not purposefully, but... He's good at what he does, and he, he's got his ear to the ground that Sonny doesn't even know about. Exactly. So, I mean, that, that's exactly what you said. It's exactly what's happening. So, Brando comes back. Also, before Brando comes in, did you eye roll at all with the necklace? I sure did. So far, like, I thought it gets stuck. <laughs> so she, she's, like, trying to stuff the necklace in. He's like, don't touch my watch. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what is going on? And then, I mean, I have to <laughs> I have to admit, like, I loved the shift in Sonny's confidence when he saw Brando. Yes. Like, I really love that. Um, and then Brando comes in. And then I, I had to eye roll because, like, I feel like Nina picked up the gun and the look on her face was like, I'm ready. Like I can do I this. <laughs> like we're together now. Like I, I know you, I could be here. For, <laughs> I could be what no one else is able to be. So that was funny. I feel like she graduated. I felt that that moment she, in her head, like she was like, yeah, I'm ready. Like now I'm ready. And I said it sarcastically to the TV. Yeah. Now you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, I felt similarly, like it was so comical to me because between the way she was dressed, it was like high end mob. She had a gold necklace dress. out. <laughs> oh God, the dress was funny. And then she picked up the gun and exactly that. It was almost like 
okay, wait, you have to make this face when you hold a gun in a situation like this. <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, I was shocked that she picked it up, but I felt like it was super symbolic, right? Like in her mind, she's like, I can totally be Carly. Watch me, watch me do it. So when she like goes up to talk to Sasha and then at mm-hmm. the end, Sasha, like, she's like, wait a second, Sasha, you look really shook about like guns and like your your husband your like new husband like jumping in and she's like yeah like I could have I could have lost him right I've lost Liam I couldn't survive this and then Nina looked at her face like curiously and touched it and then I felt like that was the moment Nina was like oh there are people that exist outside of me I love our different perspectives on things. Like, oh, I, <laughs> I love that because I did not catch that at all, but it makes so much sense. All I could focus on was, was the fact that she had a new beautiful case for her drugs. I'm like, the drugs are cemented in her life right now. She bought it a beautiful case. Yeah, it's kind of bad. It's so really bad. bad. And like, so and bad. like you pointed out, because you said Brando is going to get pulled back in and he has his ear to the ground. And, you know, in talking to Sonny, that's sort of inevitable. And like you pointed out, Brando's going to get busy with that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, she's super rich, right? So she could buy even more drugs. Oh, better drugs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I actually kind of like this line. It's ominous, but I liked it. Like when uh, Sonny was double checking with Brando, like, do you think they knew? like who I was and what Charlie was. And then when he says it's possibly they just didn't care. Like, I loved that line. Yes, me too. Yeah, it was basically like, give me the job. So it's going to get scary for Sasha because if this happens for Brando, he he really won't be in a place to notice this. No, he really and, won't. And once Nina lets go of her face, she won't <laughs> know what's happening either. Nope. So, so I'm a little concerned uh, for Sasha there. It's going to be Gladys because Gladys will stay close. Oh, that's true. Yeah, okay, be a good so, thing. Okay, so speaking of like Dante, we we weren't actually, but he just happens <laughs> to be in the same location. We yeah. gotta like we gotta like talk about his state, but we have to rewind to do that. Yeah. So earlier in the week, Carly has Sam come over, mm-hmm. and I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen because even. Like, this happened, what, I think maybe in Monday's episode? And today is, like, Thursday? And even Sam, when talking to Dante, was like, no, 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 this wasn't for, like, the, like, PI business. Exactly. I, I think it's really weird that, <laughs> that none of this has been about your PI skills. Like, I think it's messed up because it's like Carly has already called on Spinelli. You know Sam is a PI. Like, that is her business actively in this moment in time. And she didn't say, hey, like, and she even, she even laid it all out. Like, this is an important case for me. Um, yeah. It's Esme. This is all the facts that I know. She never once asked her for her PI skills. She wanted her bedroom skills. She was all like, so like, can you, can, can you know things from, from Dante? Can you find things from, like, I was like, what is happening? Like, not even Sam in that moment was like, well, Carly, I can't do that, but I can certainly look into this for you. Like, not even Sam remembered she had a job. I know. That was, I thought they were, I was dying of laughter when she's like, you're just contacting me because I'm sleeping with him. I'm like, information doesn't pass through that way. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so freaking hilarious. <laughs> so I've been studying wrong. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
gosh, okay. But like, like their relationship is quite interesting, right? They, they're, they're fierce and supporting one another. But then it, there's, there's like friction, it feels like at times. But yeah. I loved it when Carly pushed again, like after Sam laid out her boundaries, Carly tried asking her again, and I loved how Sam bursts out and was like, didn't you just not apologize for that? And you're going to go and ask me again. I thought that was, that was like one of my favorite lines. I thought that was super adorable. But also something of note is that in that conversation with Carly, Sam and her highlighted the Victor and Esme connection. So that was noted. That was pretty big. And I, I love their relationship. It's so different than all of the other relationships that have come this far that are long lasting. Yeah. Ones, like Elizabeth, yeah. like Alexis. But with Sam, I almost feel like it's little sistery because it's like they know each other, they push boundaries, they apologize, oh, they back you to go. the same place. Like I find it quite lovely. Oh my gosh, that yes. Oh my gosh, that fits so much better. That is exactly what their relationship is, I find. And okay, so so Sam. Sets her boundaries with Carly <laughs> and then goes off to make Sam decisions, which again, they are her decisions that she made. But mm-hmm. before we get to that, I have to say, um, I was actually really surprised. I thought it was cute that when Dante was talking to Jordan and mm-hmm. they were talking about how the evidence would come back, and she said something about, like, well, how do you expect it to be, or how do you see this? And he was just like, he said something like, Team Trina. Yes. That Dante was Team Trina, and I thought that was so hilarious because I'm like, for Dante to step out of his cop head for just a second and actually say <laughs> something cute like that, like we're Team Trina, even though we're the cops, while that was cute, he really is too black and white. He really isn't gray enough, right? Because then we see his interaction with Sam. Um, I don't necessarily agree with what Sam did. I think it was really bizarre. Like, not only did she take his phone, she forwarded the email. I'm like, that's super traceable. Like, his email shows that it had sent to your email. Like, what on earth were you thinking? Like, she's a PI. Okay, but also, he's a cop, a detective, and, like, how easy was it for her to break into his phone? I'm sorry, that's his fault. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? I'm like, okay, I can get on board with blaming Dante. Um, uh, I I can get on board with that. But I thought that was insane. Like, part of me was like, you're a PI. You could have, like, downloaded the file. Right. Don't like I just felt that like if you were going to steal the information, he's a cop, but he's your boyfriend. And you basically made it look like he just sends files to his girlfriend. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's really bad. It was so bad. And it's like her she wasn't reacting like maybe she was in shock or she even no she didn't like I don't know what it was or she was trying to find a strategy to get out of the situation. But she like he spoke. She said nothing. I was like, oh boy, where's this going to go now? I think Spinelli hit the nail on the head, though. Because... Remind me? <laughs> first first of all, Spinelli was low-talking a lot. Did you notice yes. that? He yes, was, like, was. threatening with Austin, being like, you. You. <laughs> and then with Sam, he was all like, hey, Sam. Anyways, I'm just pointing, because it was because I, he, a while back when I was listening to a podcast with him and Steve Burton, he had said something and Steve Burton was like, no, never. He, uh, because he said like, uh, in terms of like a potential like love interest, like what mm-hmm. if it was Sam? So the actor had suggested that. OMG, okay. Steve Burton wasn't on board for that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so when you said like she didn't say anything, because... <laughs> 
because Chase has come a long way, right? He's played in the in, in the Shades of Grey, and Dante hasn't really budged over the years regarding that area. And yes. Sam basically spelt it out, like, you know me, I'm this. Like, I don't know if she was self-sabotaging, right? But she felt entitled and owed the information. I kept trying to think, like, well, you know, you've been in a relationship before where you couldn't know everything. But then mm. I wondered how true was that? Did Jason actually end up sharing a lot with her in terms of, of the business and sharing information? I mean, she really does navigate outside of the law, right? Yes. She may not be with Jason. She may not do what he does, but she's used to that. And Dante is like the opposite of that. And so when she was talking to Spinelli, he kind of said something to her. She's like you, he said, you enjoy like the stability and security that Dante gives you. And then he had said something to her, like he would probably appreciate the same and her like mm. being untrustworthy and touching his stuff like that. And, and you really getting in trouble with his work. And, and I can understand that. Like he may be black and white, but that was his job, right? Like she really did something that could get him into trouble. And, and that really sucks. It's a lack of respect toward him. And basically Spinelli pointed out to her, like, you have to give back. Like you have to have, you know, you have to be able to give him some stability. And I think this is about maybe her growth, right? Mm, okay. um, I think, I think Dante does challenge her in a different kind of way. Like, think about when she was kind of uh, spiraling a little bit, like when Jason said that they should break up, right, because of the True. parole. And she was just sort of everywhere, like, just a little lost. And I think, mm -hmm. like, I think her and Dante will work it out. But I think I, I think this is about, like, um, her maybe taking a, a closer look at things about what it means to have this thing that she's been asking for, this whole concept of this healthy, safe, stable thing that she also maybe has to participate in it too. Ooh, okay, I like that. I like that a lot more because I want them together. I want them to work through I think things. they will be. Okay. Even though they keep dancing Drew and Carly near mm -hmm. them. And I, thought, <laughs> and I thought, is this friction about that? It's just that Dante is so not in the gray that he didn't even like crack a smile at the effort of her message, right? He was mm -hmm. still kind of stone-faced when she apologized and said that she would do better. But she heard him. Like, that's a big step for her. And that I guess we're going to have to see if he appreciates it. I just, I'm like, out of all of that, like, I love that, like, Carly was running up to them, like, it's my fault. Like, it was just I so know. comical and so funny. And Drew just kind of whisking her away. Like, I think the point is, it's almost, like, cartoony to, like, Dante and Sam are figuring things out. And you have kind of, like, it gives an opportunity for run-ins with Carly and Drew. Okay, so... That's the thing. They're all super serious, but there's something like, like, there's a lightness to Carly and um, Drew. It's so fun. Their scenes it's together. Amazing. It's so, it was so freaking flirty. Like, I miss them too. Um, and, and something about, like, um, he's too close to the situation, uh -huh. like, when they were talking about, I was like, yeah, he is. And then it was just, like, she was talking about Esme, and that's when I thought about, like, the Victor connection, that that whole Esme-Victor thing might, like, force them to be a little bit more intertwined. Not that they need much. You can just put them anywhere, basically. Yeah. Um, and then it's just, like, even Drew, like, laying it on thick, being like, we're just getting started. Or he said, you're just getting started. I was just like... E like let's get this started like it's so <laughs> fun like it's so fun like given all the things that were going on there's like a lightness to them I, I and I'm excited I, I am too and I don't want to make this comparison but I did make some observations so in terms of like how he's dressed in the way he speaks with her 
and the fact that they were drinking beer but out of fancy glasses. So take away the metro court, put in a pool table and bottles of beer. I know. Right? But it's doing it for me, though, right? It's hitting the spot. Because, (laughs) like, I hate to say it, but he's like a funner Jason. Right? Because, because, you know, Jason is, like, stone cold. And, I mean, I I love, you know, the Jason character, obviously. But, like, Drew is, like, a funner version. There's no (laughs) other way to say it. And, 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 like, he's, he's forward, right? And he's more talkative. Like, how he turned around and, like, just told off Nina and said all the things right he says all the yes. things a best girlfriend would say <laughs> yes. that's, that's what he did amazing I'm rooting for those two and I can't wait like all of his build up and when something actually happens like I'm gonna pass out I am gonna pass out and it's like okay so between them there was also kind of like some other fun light stuff so Spinelli earlier was at the gym when Maxie and Brooklyn walked in and I loved whatever comment Brooklyn made about like oh my gosh so your your boyfriend and baby daddy and Chase are here and I was just like <laughs> I was like what <laughs> um but I love that whole thing you know I liked Austin trying to make nice with Chase I love that he even tried to like support Chase and giving him some private time with Brooklyn which is huge considering his feelings for Brooklyn it's an interesting Mm -hmm. um, putting together of a friend group that was unlikely but looks like they'll be hanging out right and I absolutely love that because Maxie said was it Maxie or Brooklyn saying like the weirdest trio hanging out or something like that and I'm like that's what I wrote oh my gosh yes so okay so I like that little circle and I'm hoping for like more there but what do you think about, like, Brit, though, in terms of, like, a romantic pairing there? Because she's on an app. So part of me is wondering, like, okay, new character or old character? I don't know. Because I'm like, out of the new characters, who could it possibly be? Like, I don't see anybody. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to vote new character. New character. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Who is this new character? <laughs> I'm making up a lot of intrigue in my head. Right I know. Now. I see. About all this. Also... Okay, also, are you noticing how they're filming and kind of a different vibe, it feels? When it comes to Brit or in general? Brit, okay, like, definitely Brit. Like, even the way, it was cute, right? How they filmed her scene with yes. her talking in her head. Yes, okay? I loved it. And and then how they filmed Spencer's scene. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay, so, like, let's break that down because that, okay, are we talking about, like, Spencer and Trina? <laughs> Yeah, Do I get excited. Like, other, I'm like, what other Spencer? Yes, that was amazing, confusing, lovely. There was so much about it. I had to watch it again because I'm like, what is actually happening right now? <laughs> okay, so so funny because somebody because I was actually gonna post this. So somebody had written something like. Whose fantasy was that? And I, that's what I was going to post. I was so excited about this scene. And, and then when I was filming it, I was like, oh, it's Spencer's fantasy. Like, all you had to do was actually just like look at it. But we got so excited, Again. right? I, like, was, I got exactly. so excited. I was so excited. And I was so shocked because I initially thought it was like Trina's fantasy. And I was like, well, that's sad because that's like 
really mm. far from reality. But then I realized it is reality, sort of. <laughs> so, so that was really refreshing to know that, like, he's not that much of an idiot. Because it's, like, all of this crap about, like, but you were at the cabin and, like, you don't remember and you were drunk. And I'm, like, I'm really tired of people saying that. Because, one, she might have been drunk. Like, let's say she was drunk and stumbled yeah. and set up a phone and then walked out of the room. Like, let's <laughs> say, like, let's say she had the energy to do that. Like, but she obviously wasn't drunk when she posted it. Like, she wasn't drunk for, like, weeks on end. Like, what's Because, like, if people won't stop using the explanation, she was drunk at the cabin, she doesn't remember. Okay, well, how do you explain posting it then? If she did that drunk, like, and that's your rationale that she's not going to do that, why would she have posted it? And then that is all a moot point. Because even Spencer was, (laughs) she was like, I was with you. He's like, yeah, so you do have this alibi that I'm hoping... (laughs) So, like, even though I keep saying, like, you did it, you did it. Like, I also know that you did it, but I'm saying you did. (laughs) So, (laughs) that was really messed up when that fact was, like, we were all reminded of that. It's so true. I was like, oh, my God. And then she's like, I lied to Jordan for you. Like, it was very intense. And I love the energy that they're both bringing to these scenes. But just talking about Jordan for a quick second, I thought about you specifically when Jordan was talking to Dante, I made a little bit of a note in that scene to remember to tell you this. Okay. You made mention of the way this new Jordan is kind of carrying herself, the way she spoke to Sunny, the way she's speaking to some of the male characters, Curtis, mm-hmm. that we, it, it's very different vibe. And you mentioned mm-hmm. the word wiggling, and I couldn't stop laughing when you said <laughs> that because I'm like, I don't get it. But when she was speaking to Dante, she mm-hmm. is one a close talker, and there was a lot of wiggling happening. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed so loud because I'm like, wow, okay, bang on. I totally missed that the first couple of times. <laughs> it's like, okay, look, I love that, you know, that we're still getting a Jordan, right? Yeah, Because I have more stuff about, like, but this Nicholas would be different than old Nicholas. <laughs> like when it co- like, but when it comes to new people playing different characters, I was thinking about Nicholas, okay? Because when Nicholas was, like, alone with Esme, mm-hmm. and at this point he hasn't confessed to Ava, like, I I don't necessarily believe her. <laughs> That's what he conveyed to, to, to Ava. <laughs> I, may, I may not trust her either. <laughs> I'm just keeping her close to learn more things. Um, but I don't think he's as wise to Esme as Spencer is, unfortunately. No. Um, <laughs> because Spencer's like, no, it's freaking Esme. And Nicholas is hell-bent on being like, look, she's super innocent here. And I just feel like, why would anyone trust me when I vouch for her <laughs> and I think that's what irks him the most <laughs> is that him vouching for her holds zero weight but just like when he was like going toe-to-toe with her at one point um I just felt I was thinking I'm like old Nicholas was really ruthless mm-hmm. like he went head-to-head with Elena yeah and I'm kind of wondering what would that Nicholas have been like with an Esme because we never got to see old Nicholas with like a grown-up Spencer Right, that would have been. Oh God, that would have been a whole. I don't know, right? Yeah, like I'm kind of wondering, like how would the story have gone with old Nicholas being introduced to like an Esme? But Esme is amazing, right? She like spun her sob story to Nicholas, and then started talking about Laura. Oh, like your mother couldn't be there for you. The mayor didn't raise you. And I was just like, whoa. Like, she's trying to, like, put a wedge between him and Ava and now putting a wedge between, let's say, him and Laura. It didn't really work, but I was like, she's good. 
she's so good. Like it's frustrating, but I'm also in awe. Like, especially, you know, rewind a bit when she made the charcuterie board. She's like, I thought this would help you. Ava is sleeping in a separate room and they're fighting, but you put some meat and cheese on a board and made him a drink. At first, honestly, I thought you poisoned his, or not poisoned, but like um, put like sleep stuff in his drink or something like that. To like... <laughs> sleep, stuff. <laughs> sleep stuff to make a happy baby. <laughs> I'm not feeling well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think she, she didn't put sleep stuff, but it's still creepy that she's all like, Mr. Nicholas, sir. Um, I'm just being a good house guest that won't ever leave. And I love Alexis, right? Because Alexis oh God, coming yes. in to see her. Oh my gosh. It was really, really special, but I love them. I love Alexis sitting and talking with Nicholas and mm-hmm. I love when she said to him, you know, you're right about one thing. And he was like, one whole thing, a banner day. <laughs> like, that was like, my favorite. That was oh my, my favorite line. Okay, my favorite line is, we Cassidines are firm believers in double standards. It's how we do it. Or it's what we do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, they were really, really cute. She said some things to him about, like, him having a hole where his childhood was. Being like, your uh-huh. life sucked, but stop making everyone else's life also suck. You're That's like, what Carly said to Nina. What did she uh, say to Nina? She said something like, you're trying to fill a hole. Like, what yeah, you're talking about Wiley. Wiley. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So okay. many so many holes moving on but I loved it when Ale- like when he again earlier like I said he was trying to be like Esme's innocent and I love how Alexis was like I think we're talking about two different Esme's yeah <laughs> and so she talks about her nanny right and then yes. we see her open letters I'm sorry I don't know about you but I was really thrown off when she started to read the letter in her own voice. Oh my god, me too! Okay, I was like, what the age is going on? So first of all, I saw the letter, and because we are who we are, I paused the TV even before she started reading. I know! So I can I read, read the letter it. myself. And then she read it, I did the exact same thing. I, so I was like, I was like, oh my god, so like, is she crazy and there was not a Maggie? Like, what does this voiceover mean? I had so many questions. You're so funny, because I only now just went, is she Maggie? All I knew was like, like right now, like right, right now. But when I was watching it, I was a little like taken aback. I'm like, whoa, like she's reading in her own voice. And I'm like, I guess I would also read in my own voice. I'm like, maybe this is about being <laughs> in her head. And I'm like, but I feel like if this is a soap opera, we should hear who you are. But then right? I'm like, maybe they haven't cast this person. And I'm like, who's Maggie? I don't know. I don't know. Is she real? Is she not real? I think she might be real. I think she might be a real person who can tell us something about her. And so the warning about her father, again, is her father really Ryan? I don't know. I had lots of question marks, exclamation marks. I don't know. It really threw me off all of that. Yeah, because she's all like, my parents died, and then they died again. There was another set, <laughs> and then I had some extra siblings, and I don't know where they are at. So it's just sort of like, it's fuzzy. Like, what is the story? And I don't know if the... No, I don't know. I don't think so. Because I was like, maybe the Maggie is familiar <laughs> to other people who've watched a long time ago when Ryan was there. But then I'm like, she's the nanny, not a parent, unless she is a parent and not the nanny. I don't know. I've, Ooh. I don't know. Yeah. So that's a question mark. But now Spencer is running around being all like, I can't say, but I will. And then like unloads on cam. 
I love their scene together. I'm so glad that they're buddies, even though it's tumultuous, because, I mean, Cam is sharp. He said everything he needed to say, that whole Spawn and Devil thing, and how much Spencer's Spawned bad friend. Spawn child with the devil, that's what it was. Right? And then Spencer, like, we see tiny pieces of growth, and he just, like, let Cam say all of the things. And then he actually said a story, and he does not even want, like... Um, how do you say he doesn't want Trina or anybody to know that he's actually doing this, which I think is good. I think it makes sense to like, I think it makes sense even to protect Trina, right? Because Esme really has to believe she succeeded. So even without, let's say the explanation he gave Cam about the connection to, Mm -hmm. from, from let's say Trina to Ava, to the lawyer and all that stuff. I just think that like, it's, you know, it has to come off real to Esme because she's scary. Oh, I totally agree. But the way things are going to roll is that Trina's going to fall for Rory right when, and then she's going to find out about Spencer and there's going to be a whole other triangle. I am like already sold. Like I know, right? I love it so this. much. <laughs> I am, I am into all of this. And it's so funny because like, I feel like Carly for a split second, like I, I agree. Cause she was, when she was talking to Drew, she was mm-hmm. all like, like, I don't know, like, I'm just, like, focused on this whole, like, Joss and Trina thing, and I'm like, me too! Like, it's so <laughs> captivating that even the grown-ups in the show can't stop talking about Joss and Trina and Cam and all of it, and Esme. Like, I don't know, I find that was such a funny comment in the whole thing, but I feel like your how you feel about Cam and Spencer is, like, mine, because even though they were all fighting, I'm like, they're so adorable. Like, I love... I love, like, watching them interact, but, of course, like, more more is going to happen, right? Because Joss feels, um, like, when she was talking with jo- with uh, Trina, and Trina was describing who Spencer is and being like, you were right. I love how Joss was like, yeah, pretty sure I just called him a tool. I don't think I said <laughs> it how you said it. And, you know, I love that they went out together in public. But, you know, again, in that conversation, she's expressing to, to Trina, like, of course, we're having friction. It's hard to just pick up where, you know after everything that's gone on like she was scared that you know as soon as they started kissing she was scared that somebody was there like she felt extremely violated so they're dealing with that but then she's like but we can't forgive Spencer and you know me and Cam are on the same page about it and that's also going to cause further issues because it's Cam is going to be loyal Cam is going to be loyal to Spencer's cause and that's going to come through because he won't be on the same page regarding Spencer and that's going to cause a lot of um, problems. But Rory was uh, something. Wink, wink. Okay, like, right? I loved how Joss just got up, though, and, like, said what she said. I Like, the words were either, like, movie star and a criminal mastermind. Like, I busted out laughing. But when Trina got up, like, they have an immediate spark. Immediate! Oh, oh, my God. And then the talk about, like, bringing the drink and the invisibility. I was like... Damn. Okay. I know. I I know. I was like Spencer. Who? Like I don't even think she remembered in that moment or remembered that she was like you know arrested, like awaiting trial. <laughs> like she was so relaxed around him. So this is gonna get interesting because look, Spencer has got to find something. And basically, if he doesn't find anything, he already kind of said he wouldn't let. Trina go down which means that he may go down right so that's also nice. the worst case scenario is that mm-hmm. he confesses um and then we'll see what happens if he ends up having to go to jail for her that may be the thing that pulls her away from Rory but let's not get ahead of ourselves yeah let's not 
but it's gonna be amazing. Epic. Oh my gosh, how can we forget this? So when Trina was talking to Ava, I was dying at their like their relationship. Like when because Ava said it's my fault. I'm like, what does she mean it's her fault that Esme is there? Yeah. You know? Like Nicholas invited her. <laughs> but I forgot about how she the, the sunny thing. And I love the way Trina looked at her. She's like, You went to Sunny. Like it was so, <laughs> so cute. So good. And I love their whole conversation. And I really feel like I thought Trina got through to Ava. Um, because it was a really good perspective uh, on Esme saying, don't give her what she wants. Don't give, get the separate bedrooms. And I, I thought that would have been enough for Ava to be like, screw it. Let's do, oh my God, that would be so much better. Oh my gosh. I just thought of this. It'd be amazing if Ava thought that was the best strategy regarding Esme is just to pretend that everything is fine and share the same room and watch them navigate, like her kicking him out on the floor, like making him yes! on the floor oh or on and having them. So that would be really fun for me, I think, um, to have that. Same. Oh my God. I would have loved that. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed too that it didn't go down that line because they can be a little comical. They always talk sexy during dark times and she like wasn't having any of that. She's like, no, you no. go to your hallway. I will go to mine. I was like, damn that. Okay. So maybe that will come a little bit later when she's convinced that Nicholas is not on Esme's side. Uh, okay. Yes. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is going to change things between Ava and Spencer when she realized what <gasps> Spencer has done. That's going to mm-hmm. be something. But I also love how Alexis referred to their relationship as a long distance one because the hallways are so long. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, before we wrap up this Thursday, because we both gave we our favorite lines and we'll give our stars yeah. Friday. <laughs> um, one mention that I thought was so worth talking about for like half a second is the fact that when Harmony was having her flashback, about killing Neil again, that Alexis actually went like, hey, what's happening? <laughs> she like acknowledged that Harmony was like frozen in time having a She did. I love that. She it. did. It was, yeah. And she's like, why are you out here in this creepy place? Um, do you come here a lot? <laughs> like she, she's kind of like, this doesn't feel right. But okay, before, okay, one last thing for me. <laughs> like um, <laughs> Drew was like, I knew he was going to say it, but he still said it. And it was still really amazing. And he was like, Carly, like, you're undefinable. And I was like, oh, my God. Can you guys be in more scenes? Because that's right? fun. Oh, my yeah. God. I love fun. Okay, that was a great way to end things. So there you go. There was Monday to Thursday. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon. It's a wrap Bye. for now. Bye. Okay, so it's Friday now. You stole my line. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, but talk about the best Friday ever. We haven't had a naked scene in a while and we got to chase one. But did you realize how committed they were to the whole shower pre, what is that, a pretext or content? Like, whatever. You get what I mean. I don't even care. (laughs) But like, he was all like naked in the shower. But when he rushes over, his hair wasn't fixed. It really looked like he came out of the shower. So they, know, it was an, it was amazing. yeah, it was a, it was a lot of commitment. So okay, obviously some striking things that Elizabeth is saying. Um, I okay, number one, I wouldn't say no to having Chase in my house. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but but did you see that she was because like when he realized that she didn't know he was about to leave. I mean honestly, what else could he have been there for? He had his bag, but she grabbed him. Wait a second, let me hear this fully. And then we'll decide, okay? <laughs> I'll protest maybe, but you're staying. <laughs> so there, 
And so there was really, it was really interesting. Like she said a couple things, like it's got to be someone close to me. Then she says, it's like a horror film when the call is coming from inside the house. And I'm like, yeah, pretty close, pretty close to home. (laughs) And and what I thought was really interesting was that Chase wasn't just going to come spend the night, you know, like he's going to install cameras and he's committed to like investigating. He mentions Heather, he mentioned her facility. It sounds like right, like deep and dark and all that. But the point (laughs) is, he's going to launch a full on investigation. And I thought this was interesting, actually, because I was like, Chase is coming to do an investigation. He said, you know, unlike the PCPD, I could really fully devote this time. You know, he's not exactly back on his suspension isn't over. Chase is in the gray area, right? He already pretty much told his brother, I think, like, well, even if you did murder him, it's fine. Like, that's what I understood (laughs) when he found out about Peter. So Mm -hmm. I know that if he were to, let's say, figure out, air quote one hand, that it was, in fact, Elizabeth. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? She's safe. Yes, like Chase absolutely. is right. Like Chase is not going to do anything. There's not going to be like this. Like it, there's just not going to be any legal trouble, right? That's what I feel. So I do think it's kind of interesting that Chase is the one investigating because I think they might find something. I think so too. But like the the I've been watching like Jane the Virgin again. The telenovela side of me just wants there to be like somebody living in the basement. But that's the thing. Like it's a mystery. Like I'm convinced it's Elizabeth, <laughs> but it's like what if it's not? And then like what Aiden's doing? First of all. Like, aside from all the ghost stuff, I'm like, you can just buy whatever you want online. Like, we hear hear Elizabeth, like, I'm working myself to the bone. I'm working a billion shifts. And Aiden's like, like, just shopping. Is this what's going on? (laughs) Feeding a shopping habit. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, so other stuff that happened today. First time in a long time. Well, it feels that way. It just feels foreign, honestly, to see Carly and Sunny in the same room because... There's just so much that's not okay. Especially at Charlie's. It was very weird. Yeah. Because I was literally thinking that yesterday when I was watching that Carly's really never there. And it makes a lot of sense. Like, ugh, I wouldn't want to be there. And so then um, today, her conversation about, like, the mob stuff, totally legit, right? Like, again, another Mm. thing that Sunny turns a blind eye to is that Carly actually handled stuff and knows things really well. But at this (laughs) point... I'm just sort of, I've had it, you know, with Sunny, because I, I, like, I'm irritated because, like, even they're annoyed. Like, you know why <laughs> you married Jason, and then he died, and blah, blah, blah. And so, um, like, everyone's fed up, but it's just, like, like, honestly, Sunny, like, cut the crap. If the shoes, like, were on the other foot, whoever the man was that had kept Carly captive would have been dead before she was able to be caught in a love triangle. Oh, 1000%. Like, I loved, loved, loved that Carly had to say it out loud and pointed out that it makes you look weak. You didn't do anything to Nina. Sucks and to he's me. like, he's <laughs> like, you're reaching. And I'm like, I don't think so. Because when your enemies think you're dead and you, you come back to life, I am pretty sure those people wanted to know where you were and what happened. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's very far fetched. So, like, Carly being there and Sunny walks off. I'm just like, Ugh, you don't get to walk off. And I was like, where is this going to go? Because first of all, I thought it was bizarre that like Phyllis was there. Because I'm like, yes. I don't understand. I don't get this little scene right now. But obviously, this is where, once again, Carly's going to learn more about Nina's <laughs> children. Yes, like I love how Carly, you know, brought it up to Alexis. 
and it's no pair. She just kind of weirded out about the way Harmony said. It. I mean, Harmony is putting out some weird vibes. It was weird. <laughs> it was totally yeah. weird. So the fact that Phyllis, you know, reminded her like, oh, they worked in New York. Or I don't know if she knew that she had another name. Like, I didn't remember until Phyllis brought it up. I can't wait to see who's going to pull it out of their hat because they're smolts. Carly has some stuff going on now. Alexis spoke to Nina. Like, what is going on? It was just really weird that Alexis pulled her in to have this weird conversation about my friend. Yeah, I'm friends with Harmony, and I just wanted to know more about her in this really awkward way <laughs> instead of talking to Harmony directly. And, I mean, it worked out, the scene, because Smoltz was there. It was just gross. Like, just how Nina's behavior, like, just how she acts about stuff. It got even worse when she went to go confront Willow and Michael. It's like, you have the chance. It's not like, is she, like, she goes, are you going to write a smear piece about me? And I'm like, is it a smear piece if you did all those things? And there's like facts. I mean, there was a trial about it, right? It's not well, like you ex- didn't do those things. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because I'm like, there's nothing false here. There's nothing that they're making up or, you know, making more dramatic. And I laughed because we just talked about how she just zoned in on Will. It's like Michael wasn't even there. He's like, he's sitting there like, I'm right here. I'm surprised he didn't wave at her. And she's like locked in with Willow and telling her about how she's joined the dark side or something like that. Now I'm like, wow, this is so crazy. Because she likes to take advantage of what she feels is like her being naive, you know, she's taking advantage yes. of her kindness. But at the same time, and she's done this before, like after the the court case had finished, uh, the one where Sunny confessed the stuff, that she mm-hmm. went to Willow being like, oh, something about like, you have no idea about getting it, like a dirty in the mud with the rest of us kind of a thing. Right. Like you don't yes. do anything bad. So she has a problem with the fact that she doesn't do anything bad, but she also loves the fact that she's so good in order to take advantage of all that. And that whole dynamic she had with Willow takes us back to the whole teacher scenario because obviously this is about like Wiley but in my head I'm thinking you know if they're going through this custody Willow actually has experience of how Nina behaved with Charlotte mm-hmm, exactly so that, that's also interesting and I'm not sure if that's gonna that's gonna come up but it's just kind of interesting when Smoltz burst into the room and just the way he said it it's not like we don't know the story we know it's bad it's frustrating but like when Smoltz said it, being you traumatized the family for a year yeah. and now you're suing them and doing it all over again. And I was like, it's so insane because she keeps running around about feeling entitled and to her grandparent rights and, and to have access to Wiley. But it's like you kept Sonny, his grandfather, away from Wiley for nine months. Like in all honesty, like I don't think she's actually been away from Wiley for as long as she kept Sonny from Wiley. Exactly. Bang on. Oh, man, it's something special. And I feel really terrible for Willow when it does come out that Nina isn't her mother. Because one, Nina will forget mm-hmm. all about Wiley. And yep. she'll just follow Willow around like a puppy dog. And you know what I mean? And it's like, it's a lot for Willow because, you know, Harmony was doing that. It's not, these things don't exactly happen on Willow's timeline. You know, exactly. it's just that, you know, Will like Harmony showed up and kind of like force the the wheels on the thing you know again it, it like it all turned out well but it's just it's just a lot it's a lot for willow to have to shoulder for all these other people who want to make up for stuff Ooh, interesting okay so then we're talking about willow she's gonna find out we're eventually all gonna find out what harmony did and we'll get to that scene in a second but does this mean like we're worried about Willow's health and we're thinking she's pregnant but what if she just kind of like overworked and on the edge of like a breakdown finding out Nina's her mother and Harmony's a murderer so 
<laughs> I know I've said a bunch of things about Harmony, <laughs> putting a lot on Willow, but I'm at the same time being like, does it really, like, I mean, just what she just did today constitute falling off the wagon because they were all com like complimenting her being like you you've proved yourself you've really paid your debt to society and i feel she has paid her debt to society yes. um brendan is what you call a blip you know a blip. But she's 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 on her way in, in her journey um but um i don't know right because you're suggesting a possible breakdown you know maybe she's not pregnant but a lot of people are concerned that she might be ill oh, at which point okay. she might need a biological mother because yeah. like she's yes. like you know like wiley's not her biological child not to say I don't know what she would need from another person's <laughs> body or what disease this would be, but in terms of like blood. So that could be a terrible thing to happen, right? That she's sick and then Dina and it just forces things. I mean, look, it's going to be a lot and really, really explosive. Um, yes. But back to Harmony for a second. So <laughs> was it just me? Because like, I mean, Aiden was talking about ghosts earlier and then I started wondering, is Brendan and Harmony a ghost? Like, why were they see-through? during that scene. Aiden wants to get a Ouija board. Lucy's talking about the spirit world. I don't know what's happening in Port Charles. Really bad fog effects. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I don't know. I really did like the way it was filmed. It was very like horror movie, you know, very kind of like B movie even. Like, I don't know if you had to watch those films in college, like what is it, the scary tomato or something like this. But anyways, I loved it. I loved that whole scene. And I really did want, you know, Brendan to disappear. I thought that was a park and it's missing ground. It's kind of like when Ulbricht was trapped in that room and there was like, I'm like, where the hell is the third wall? Like the, like the wall, like they kept coming yeah. in from her room from odd angles. So that kind of threw me because there was even a gate, right? As if you were yes. like gated in a park. And it was like, no, like we were gated in this cliff area that I thought was super <laughs> safe to meet a man that was blackmailing me. And he felt really confident that this woman would not murder me. So that was also just, just a bad choice on everyone's part. So she tries to be a good person and is like, no, I'm not going to like needle him with the drugs. But I just think it's so far-fetched that he sees the needle. He's like, wait a second. Are you on heroin? Did you get Neil? And then I forgot that like he was <laughs> Neil's client. But I'm like, what is the matter with you? That like everybody made your brother take drugs? Like, oh, really? I, know. I mean, I, it is what happened. But like still, <laughs> how does he know that? Um, and then the whole like, wait a second, you did it. You killed him. And you're like, I, I just thought it was so hilarious. And I'm like, all right, now he's giving you reasons. You can't let him go now, now that he knows everything, everything. <laughs> and so, yeah, she did the deed. She did the deed. It was a fantastic Friday cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered it all. That's a wrap. Bye.